0: You're listening to The Secret Life of Adulthood, episode one of season three of Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short porn podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming of age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So, I hope you'll join in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to season three. It's been so long since we last talked and so much has happened. First of all, it's a new year. It's 2019. So happy new year. I'm not sure if it's still socially acceptable for me to say that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Happy new year. I hope you all are doing well and are still committed to whatever New Year's resolutions and goals you made at the top of the year. I'm not doing too bad with mine. I said I would try to be more social slash go out more this year And so far, I've gone to a book talk, I've gone to a concert, I've also hosted a dinner party, and in March, I'm going to join a community choir in Harlem, so I don't think that's too bad. Whatever your New Year's goals are, I want you to take this as a reminder slash encouragement to keep going if you're still committed to them, or to recommit to them if you have let them slip over the past few weeks. So, for this inaugural episode of Season 3, I per usual, thought a lot about what I could discuss with you all, and after thinking about it, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on adulthood, particularly the lies I believe slash the misunderstandings I had about it as a kid and young adult. You know, it's been almost nine months since I graduated and seven months since I moved to New York to live on my own and start my first real job. So I thought it would be fruitful to take a step back and take stock of the things that have surprised slash shocked me about adulthood, especially when juxtaposed against the preconceptions I had about adult life as a kid. And in doing that, my hope is that you will hear things that resonate with your experiences and realize that you're not alone in this struggle to adult well. Adulting is hard. And I think it's so easy for us to feel isolated as we struggle to adjust to it. But the truth is, almost every friend that I have that I've talked to about adulting shares some, if not all, of my experiences, whether it's struggling to time-manage work and the social life and feeding ourselves or coming to terms with just how expensive adult living is. And that actually leads me to my first, you know, point or the first misconception slash lie I believed about adulthood. When I was younger... I always thought that once I became an adult, I would buy everything, all the fancy gadgets and gizmos I wanted, all the fast food I wanted to eat. It was going to be great to finally have my own money. What nobody told me, or better yet, what I didn't realize or fully believe, is that when you become an adult, the vast majority of the money you get isn't even your money. It's the rent money. It's the internet bills money. It's grocery money. No one told me this, or at least they probably told me it, but I didn't really believe it. Everybody wants your money when you become an adult. That's the one thing I know for sure. And if you refuse to give them the money, they will withhold basic necessities from you if you don't give it to them. And then by the time you finish paying everybody, you don't even want to spend the money you have left. There have been multiple times when I thought about eating out and stopped myself from doing it because I had food at home and didn't want to spend the money. I have actually become my parents, and no one told me that would happen, so I feel scammed. The second misconception I think I had as a child and young adult was that people who have a stable, predictable adult life are just boring, uninspired people who don't have big enough dreams. You know, as I've discussed before, I'm currently working as a speechwriter. And while I think working as a writer in this way has been good for me as a writer and a person, it's been good for my growth, being a speechwriter is not my long-term goal. I've had dreams about opening a restaurant, writing other books, exploring the film industry, and even doing voiceover work. Even as I do the day-to-day work of a speechwriter, these dreams still live inside me. And yet, what I've realized, having done this job for a little over six months now, is how easy slash comfortable it would be for me to stay here. I get a paycheck every month. I know the people in the office relatively well. I have my subway routine all worked out. I take the F train to the R train and then walk about five minutes to the office. So much about my life is predictable and known. And I never realized as a kid how alluring that could be. Even though I have these big dreams, so many things about my life are orchestrated and constructed in a way that getting up and just quitting my job to chase those dreams would be hard and financially irresponsible and frankly really scary. And besides that, I've become accustomed to the life I live now, I have a rhythm. And I can easily see how I could, if I wasn't careful, let myself and my dreams get lost in that rhythm indefinitely. And if I had kids or people that depended on me financially, I could absolutely see that happening. It would almost be necessary for that to happen. As a kid, I didn't recognize or appreciate how scary and hard chasing your dreams actually is. And that's definitely does not to say that I think that I or anyone else shouldn't chase their dreams. It just means that I now have a greater amount of respect for the challenges and the pitfalls that accompany that process, if that makes sense. The last misconception I had about adulthood that's been proven wrong as I spend more time in adulthood is that adulthood moves slow, that time in adulthood moves slow. For some reason, I thought that because most adults have this predictable rhythm and set work schedules, time moves slow. It drags on and it's pretty, it's pretty slow. But what I've actually found to be true is the opposite. Because there is this consistent rhythm, it's easy for the days to blend together. Monday becomes Tuesday, becomes Wednesday, becomes Thursday, and so on and so forth. It all becomes a blur. Time moves and goes, and before you know it, six months has passed. When I was in college, time didn't seem to move that way, or at least it didn't in hindsight. Because college life is more unpredictable, I think there's a greater chance that each day stands out, has its own unique quality and character. I'm not saying the days don't blend together at all in college, but I'm, I am think they're less likely to, And that, as a result, makes time seem to move slower. In the end, as I reflect on the nature of time in relation to adulthood and the misconceptions I've had about adulthood, both the ones I've shared and others that I haven't thought of yet, but I'm sure I'll think of at some point, I've come to better understand the importance of being intentional. I think that's the lesson that I've come away with. Because time does move so fast in adulthood, and it is so easy to let yourself and your dreams and your goals get lost in the predictable, rhythmic current of everyday adult life, we have to be more intentional about treating each day with respect and giving each day the space and opportunity to be unique and surprising in both minute and magnificent ways. We have to find ways to keep our dreams alive and seek out opportunities to have new experiences and to do new things that force us to see life in the world through different lenses. And we have to do our best to make sure we're not getting so caught up in the rhythm of our own life that we fail to see, appreciate, and be there and present for those around us. Being intentional with time is hard, don't get me wrong. I fail at this all the time, and I'm sure I will fail again in the future. But even though it's hard and we often fail at it, I think we still should commit to doing it, to being intentional and thoughtful with each of our moments, each of our days, because at the end of the day, only good can come of that. I have yet to hear of anyone who has committed themselves to being intentional with their time and subsequently regretted it. And for some reason, I don't think we'll be the first. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.